0: So what happens when a true INFJ stops fearing rejection? You might say INFJs have been rejected their entire life. This is something we can all deal with because we've experienced it so often that we're sort of numb to it but there are different kinds of rejection. There's the one rejection that is more obvious as in somebody meets you, they find you weird, they find you eccentric and they just don't want to have anything to do with you. In those cases, it's rather easy for us to deal with rejection. Like we know what to do. We know that this can happen, that we can expect it. And so we don't really care. We've really built a wall that protects us from that kind of rejection. But what happens when you've made friends with somebody? What happens if you start dating somebody or maybe you have a Relationship with your coworker, and you're, you know, just friendly towards each other. And then a situation arises where rejection could happen. It feels completely different because we're going to tell ourselves that there's something more that is keeping us from actually doing what is, you know, in alignment with us. We're afraid somebody might judge us, we're afraid people, you know, will get offended or that this is not adequate behavior for the workspace. It's actually so much more than that. And today we're going to talk about how we can recognize those situations and how we can master them. And you'll see, once you're able to do that, it just opens up an entire new universe. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ Epic life. And if you want to take it to the next level and you say, now is my time, then uh, get the INFJ Epic life audio guide, all the information you find in the links in the description. It's that much easier to deal with rejection when you're just meeting somebody. It's easier for us to be ourselves, particularly when we know that this is a person that we don't want to have any kind of relationship with in the future, right? It's not a coworker. It's not somebody you want to be friends with. It's not somebody you see every day, like your neighbor, you know, none of that those situations are rather clear cut. And for us, INFJs, as I mentioned before, we do have enough experience and we can handle that. The other situation is a different kind of story because when you allow somebody to come closer to you, we actually start behaving from our default, you know, state, which is we are all about how we can help the other person. We're all about let's put the focus on the other person. Let's see what they're all about, how they function. We understand them so well. And then once we do, that, we actually change and adapt our behavior to fit theirs. And this happens without us even realizing it. We just think that's just how I am. I'm a very helpful person. I also feel what the other person is feeling. You know, this INFJs are very empathic, meaning, we feel what others are feeling to a much higher degree than we actually feel what is going on within us. And this is the reason why, if, for example, another person is being mean towards you or is being selfish. It is so hard for the INFJ to actually fight back to say, you know, okay, you think about yourself. Well, let me think about myself. What would be best for me? No, things go through our mind. Like if I would hit back, it would hurt them so much more. I would devastate them. The other person might get revenge. They might really lash out. Like this fear comes up of what could happen if you really make the other person uncomfortable. But believe it or not, below all of these fears is a fear of abandonment because yes, the person might react a certain way, like really being mean towards you or they might say, Oh, I don't want to have anything to do with you. They might, you know, ghost you, they might pull back. There's so many variations, but if you think about it at the core of it, all is the fear of rejection and of abandonment because if you get rejected, what actually happens? The connection disappears. You lose connection, you feel abandonment, and this is like on a really deep psychological level. So, it doesn't matter how often you tell yourself, Oh, I'm not afraid of being rejected. And, like, you know, if I feel a situation where somebody's not accepting me, I'm going to act, you know, in a way where I accept myself and I'm not going to allow this to happen. See, those kind of reactions and this kind of self talk is very helpful. If you have a situation that is easily understandable as in, yes, the other person is being mean towards me because they're just like weird and there's something wrong with them and I'm not going to allow that. Or you're just meeting somebody and they have different kinds of values and they reject you like from the get go. Big deal, right? It's those other situations that are so tricky because our mind is not going into this and saying, Oh, I'm afraid of abandonment. I'm afraid of judgment. I'm afraid of rejection. No, what actually happens is you have an uncomfortable feeling and then we give a name to this feeling. And this feeling might be, Oh, I don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Because if I might say something that they don't like, it's really going to hurt them. And I feel how much it would hurt them. It could also be that you say, no, I can't do that because I don't want to cause drama. I'm all about harmony. So what do we do? We keep walking on eggshells and it doesn't feel like we have another choice. So it's rather easy for me to talk about this, like from a very objective third party view, but I've experienced this. I can think of situations just like that. And I remember exactly how I felt at that moment. It was either that I said, I don't want to create any kind of tension. Or if I say something back to that person, that would just be so hurtful. That would be so mean because I was so focused on how other people were feeling more than I was focused on how I felt that it was more painful for me to actually hurt the other person by saying something true or just hold up a mirror towards like what they've just put on me. It was more painful for me to imagine how they would feel than how I felt when they just hurt me or when people invade your privacy or your personal space, they get too much into a business. People who do this, do this towards you and me and like other INFJs because they can feel that we actually take a step back. We hollow ourselves out. We just like try to do anything to avoid the situation. We're not going into confrontation mode, And the reason for this is that this fear of rejection, abandonment, judgment is so deeply rooted within us that it just feels horrible. It feels uncomfortable. We're not able to name it or to experience this. See, I remember there was this guy, for example, who came always way too close to me in a work situation and it made me feel very uncomfortable. And I might say, okay, it's just rude for me to make a scene at work. It would just be rude to me to just like confront him and say, listen, uh, you're getting too close here. Just leave me alone. I don't want to have lunch with you, whatever it may be. And this is not a situation only when somebody's hitting on you, not at all. This can be, you know, friends, this can be acquaintances who want to have more of your personal space that you're willing to give. It might be your time as in, they want to talk to you and tell you their story and you don't want to listen to it but you do it anyway. Or it might be another person trying to guilt trip you into helping them when you really don't feel like it. At that moment, I really felt like, okay, that's not something I can do. And I was telling myself stories like, as I said, This is not appropriate for work. If I would meet that person somewhere else, no problem. Or I don't want to cause a scene or I don't want to make that person uncomfortable and you might ask yourself, well, what is the problem with like being rejected by that person? Like, is that really the reason? Are you really afraid to be rejected or abandoned by this person that you don't like anyway? That's getting way too much into your space. Yes because this is deeper than what it seems. It's not about this particular person. This is something that is mirroring a situation or entire life period of your life where you have experienced this. And we as INFJs have experienced this so often because of our tendency to understand others to actually empathize with them, to focus on making other people feel comfortable because this might be a gift, but it's also a burden because if you know very well how to understand others and how to make them feel comfortable, you of course are going to do everything in your power to maintain that, particularly as a child, because you know, if you get abandoned as a child, it's like really, really bad, like psychologically speaking. So this fear is with you all of the time. Although you might say this is not a person that I should really care about. It's not somebody that I want to hang out with, but if that person would react in a way that a person would react, if they reject you as in they would get defensive, they would make, you know, a scene, they would get loud. They would get confrontational. They would take revenge in any kind of way. This fear is real. And so we cannot tell ourselves, just stop being afraid. Like who cares about this person? Uh, you know, that's not important, whatever it may be, because it's really deeper than that but what we can do is to recognize those situations more and more and to actually name them, to say, I'm not this feeling, I have this feeling and I want to get rid of it. The way to get rid of this once and for all, and of course, it's not like you do it once and then it's gone forever, but it really is a leaning into part. And the more you lean into sticking up for yourself, making sure that what you want is your number one priority and not what the other person wants, it gets easier and easier because you create a space that you fill up by yourself and therefore you don't feel the other person's rejection so much. Let me elaborate this. So imagine you've put yourself into this little box because the smaller you are energy wise, the less you make other people uncomfortable, right? You give them space to express themselves, to be who they are, and you just don't want to bother anybody the more you actually get out of this space, the more you're going to invade the space that the other person has taken control of. Although it's not their space to begin with, right? I mean, this was rightfully yours you have as a birthright to be who you are and to express yourself and to live all of that out. And another person can then see, okay, can I handle this? Do I want to deal with this or not? And that's why it is easier when you just meet somebody because then you can, you know, be yourself or you keep small, whatever you like. The other person just sees you one time and has an image of you. And then, you know, you go your separate ways. But if you've encountered somebody and they've talked to you several times and they've created this image in their mind that you are actually this person, who's willing to allow them to take up space in your energy field, right? And then you just open up and you say, no, I'm taking back my space. This is who I am. You cannot invade my personal space, my privacy, uh, you know, make me uncomfortable, make me walk on eggshells. In any kind of way, the other person is going to have a reaction to that because suddenly they have to jump back. This is just normal. So when you get to a place where you have built up your own personal space so much, you just go through life exuding your energy and being more of who you really are all the time. And then people directly can see, okay, this is who this person is. Can I handle it? Do I want to handle it? Am I willing to make compromises? Am I going to, you know, respect those boundaries or am I just going to leave? Because of course there are going to be consequences if I cross that person's boundaries. One could be that you just reject them in your life. Like you're not really verbally saying it, but you have no interest in interacting with people who make you uncomfortable. So how do we get to this place where we feel constantly comfortable of making sure that we are all right, that we're not walking on eggshells, that we're not afraid of the rejection that might come from somebody reacting towards us in this certain way. We do this by taking it step by step. Like I always say, We want to get out of our comfort zone, but we don't want to get overwhelmed. So when you get into a situation or you are in a situation where you're walking on eggshells in any kind of way, always push yourself to do something to stand up for yourself that you know the other person is going to dislike, but you do it in such a way that you can still handle it. You're not making a huge scene that might probably overwhelm you. And let's be honest, you're not going to do this if it overwhelms you to begin with. But it can be that you stick up for the things that are very important to you that you say, okay, I can make compromises in those kind of areas, but this one thing I have to make sure that I'm good. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like the way it is right now. I'm going to stand my ground. And when you do this, you will feel a lot of fear, a lot of pain because you're actually taking steps, towards being rejected and towards being abandoned. And what I always say is stay with this feeling, feel it, feel it in order to heal it. You can also do EFT tapping with this. It helps a lot of people. A lot of INFJs use this technique. You can, you know, YouTube it afterwards. EFT, It like really helps you to calm down anxiety. I personally just stay with this feeling, this uncomfortable feeling. And the longer you stick with it, you're not hiding from it. You're not avoiding it. And you're only doing it to such an extent that you can sort of handle it. So it's uncomfortable, but it's okay. It doesn't like, you know, kill you (laughs) to begin with, but it's like, you know, a little bit uncomfortable. You can handle it. You stay with it until it goes away. The more often you do this, the more you're actually facing the rejection that you should have faced, you know, when you were a child, when this actually happened, when all of these uncomfortable feelings came up and you've just pushed them down because as a child, you weren't able to deal with them, but now you can and you take it on knowingly and consciously. And if you make it a habit to continuously do this, this feeling will go away. Because the thing that makes you uncomfortable isn't the fact that you're saying something back. It isn't the fact that you stick up for yourself. It's those feelings of fear of abandonment of rejection of, you know, judgment that will arise because of the feelings that you have within you and that you project onto the situation. The more you bring those feelings forward, the more they just disappear. This is not supposed to feel uncomfortable forever, but if you're brave enough and I know you are to take it on, I promise you before you know it, you will never actually feel those feelings again and your life will automatically shift because you're going towards directions that you want. You're not keeping small in order to avoid the pain that it might cost you if you do what you want that most people won't understand. This is the path to creating an INFJ epic life because if you think about it, we are INFJs. We are very rare. That means that if you by default create a life that is in alignment with who you are, you're going to rob people the wrong way. They're going to question how you could live this way when this is so different than how they would live their life but it's not on them to understand it. It's on you to love your choices and to love the person that you've become. So make sure that you prioritize facing those fears of rejection and you will transform your life tremendously. Remember, if you want some more guidelines, how to push that whole process, then download the free poster on the five pillars to an INFJ Epic life. And if you want to take it to the next level then get the INFJ Epic life audio guide, all the information you find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video. What happens when an INFJ stops trying to make others understand? i